Today on Truths That Transform. This is what the evolutionary view of life creates. Meaninglessness for life. It has no meaning. It has no purpose. We've taken God out of the equation. When God goes out of the equation, morality goes out of the equation. The law goes out of the equation. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. Our cultural confusion seems to grow deeper every day. Millions of people speak out for their supposed right to kill babies in the womb. Transgender activists infiltrate our schools, teaching children that there's no connection between external biology an internal gender identity. And the Walt Disney Corporation, which caters to children, feels the need to include same-sex romantic relationships in its animated films while criticizing laws that protect school children from sexual indoctrination. Where did all this come from? When you teach generations of children that God doesn't matter and that life is a cosmic accident, it has an effect. And we're seeing those effects unfolding all around us. Our own David Wright takes a closer look. When Charles Darwin published his book on the origin of species in 1859, the theory of evolution became mainstream. This dangerous ideology would end up having a catastrophic impact on the world. Darwin didn't invent the idea of evolution. Obviously, I mean, the Greeks believed in evolution. He, he just popularized a particular view of evolution that gave people what they thought was a scientific justification for rejecting God and explaining everything by natural processes. I mean, if you read his letters and you, and you read his books, he was really out to try to explain life by natural processes. He was really out to try to get rid of this idea that God created anything. Evolution is an idea. And a lot of people are taught that it's science and it's part of the scientific method, but it's an idea, it's an ideology. And those who embrace this ideology under the guise of science is false, it's a myth. Of course, Darwin set forth the idea that we evolved, we weren't created, and this was huge. The implications, and I know we're talking about things that happened more than a century ago, but the implications for academics, politics, culture, even for religion, the implications are huge. We've taken God out of the equation. When God goes out of the equation, morality goes out of the equation. The law goes out of the equation. The key difference between creationism and evolution is the idea of order and design. Does life have meaning and purpose, or is it simply random occurrences, devoid of any true meaning? God is a God of order. He created an orderly universe. Science supports this kind of universe, a universe of law. Once we dismantle that, we take it away, then we have chaos and everything goes. You know, I have, 
uh, five children, one of the things we talk about, uh, most people, when you ask them what's two plus two, they'll say four, right? Uh, but they won't ask this additional question, why does two plus two equal four? And if two plus two equals four, will it always equal four? And the point I'm getting at is that in order for disciplines like mathematics and science to work, they require constancy and order. You can't get a consistent mathematical equation and a consistent scientific formula without there being a designed universe. Darwin's atheistic worldview began to take root in many aspects of society, leading to the 1962 United States Supreme Court ruling which banned prayer in public schools. And you know, when our public schools have, by and large, throwing God out, the Bible out, prayer out, they say they've thrown religion out, but they haven't. They threw Christianity out and have replaced it with the religion of naturalism. Because what Darwinian evolution is all about is ultimately naturalism, and naturalism is atheism. And that's what's really happened. The children go to school and, and they're not taught the truth, they're not taught um, biblical standards, and so they, they're confused and they try to seek out sexual practices as young children, or they, they try to change their gender or their identity, or they, they, they go into drugs or alcohol, and, and then into adults. People are constantly trying to find meaning and purpose because there's an emptiness in their soul because they don't take the truth of the Word of God. When generations of children are taught that the Bible is not the absolute authority and that man determines truth, then anything goes. If you're taught that, no, man determines truth, then ultimately you can say, I can define gender any way I want. I, 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 you know, because a man determines truth, therefore everything's subjective, therefore I'll define it this way. That means somebody else could define it that way, someone else will define it that way. And then you start to realize it's not just um, transgender, there's like, how many different genders now? It, it's whatever anyone wants to define. A lot of people have the idea that Oh, we got all these problems in the culture. There's the gender problem, there's the gay marriage problem, there's the racism problem, uh, we, we, we have you know, LGBT, we got, we got all these different problems, but that's not true. They're all one problem. They're all symptoms of the one problem. If we don't understand they're all the same problem, we'll never be able to deal with them. The problem is, when you build your thinking on man's word, it's like Judges 21-25. When there's no king to tell them what to do, no absolute authority, they do what is right in their own eyes. Children at the youngest of ages are being indoctrinated with atheistic ideologies like gender identity. They are trying to steal our children, corrupt our children, and if you look at their agenda, it doesn't respect life at any stage, and certainly not the lives of children. Public education is not neutral, and that's one of the big things that people need to understand. Uh, for a lot of people, they, get, they think, oh, you know, uh, they've thrown God out, the Bible out, prayer out, creation out, now they're neutral. No, uh, now they're imposing upon your children a religion. It's a religion of naturalism, which is atheism. That's what's really happening. Our children are being targeted uh, all the way down to the kindergarten level with new radical sex ed curriculum materials uh, that are now mandatory in every public school and charter school in the state of California and many school districts in the Midwest have actually uh, been convinced to adopt it as well. The LGBT caucuses and political movements are so ingrained in the school systems from university all the way down to preschool and elementaries now that they will, they've created massive educational programs being pushed, by the way, by the Biden administration currently and minions below 
to teach children with publications and illustrated examples of the most personal things about sex, sex acts like masturbation. They're te- beginning to teach five-year-olds now in the school systems. With morality seemingly thrown out the window, we've also seen a huge spike in divorce, abortions, drug overdoses, suicides, and murders. But should any of this surprise us? Out of Darwin's teachings flow many dark and sinister worldviews. The fact is, what Darwin did is give people license to do whatever they wanted to do because we came up through the animal world. But when we begin to act like animals, and a man takes a gun and shoots a whole lot of students in a school, suddenly, how could this happen? One of the things that Darwinianism did in its early days was it had a whole series of of sort of pseudo-scientific offshoots. Francis Galton, who was a nephew of Charles Darwin, was in fact the founder of eugenics. Eugenics took root though because it had a kind of social Darwinist aspect to it. Uh, How do we reshape society? How do we build a better future? How can we have Tomorrowland, a perfect world with a perfectly healthy and uh, very scientific and mindful citizenry? That was the goal of eugenics. And uh, essentially, Planned Parenthood became the, the, the foot soldiers of the eugenics movement. Margaret Sanger was the founder of Planned Parenthood. When we look at Margaret Sanger, we see that she was a follower of Darwinian evolution. In America, we had a very popular eugenics movement in the early 1900s. And many of the uh, intellectuals, uh, rich, well-to-do people, were involved in this kind of better man. Margaret Sanger was right in the middle of it. And the idea of a better man was evolutionary from its very beginning that the Darwin's evolutionary tree existed and that there were lower forms and those lower forms a lower form of man. It's vital to understand the dangers young people are facing with this radical atheistic ideology coming at them on all fronts. Many young people even raised in a Christian home Maybe they made a profession of faith, but they go away to college and they're, they're kind of blindsided by things like relativism, uh, Darwinian evolution, materialism, where they, they sit under professors that almost make it their business to shatter the faith of young people. That's intellectual skepticism. When you take generations of kids through an education system and you teach them there's no God and you teach Darwinian evolution, naturalism as fact, What's going to happen is the coming generations are going to become more consistent with what they believe and they're going to do what is right in their own eyes. And you're going to see moral relativism permeate the culture. Politicians and activists are filling the airwaves with misinformation about abortion. But our free resource, Quick Pro-Life Answers, gives you clarity on the propaganda, answering questions like, is abortion now illegal? What about cases of rape and incest? Why should nine unelected judges decide what a woman can do with her body? And much more. Download Quick Pro-Life Answers from our website today. Or we'll send you this valuable resource at no cost or obligation to you. Just call or write asking for 
quick pro-life answers to help you respond clearly and biblically. Children, more than ever, are the targets of indoctrination. But if the cultural Marxists who direct teachers' unions, work in academia, and have positions of cultural influence are to succeed in getting kids to buy their radical remaking of reality, they have to undo any ideas of God and objective truth, which undermine their whole agenda. Dr. D. James Kennedy explains where each of these mutually exclusive worldviews leads and why believing the truth is a matter of life and death. In this portion of his message, Noble Origin and Destiny. The college questions. Do you remember them? Where did I come from? Why am I here? How should I live? Where am I going? Who am I? Well, now those are some of the most important questions any person is ever going to have to answer in or out of college. Now there are today basically two different sets of answers to those questions. They are diametrically antithetical one to the other. There is the one which is given by the person who believes in creation, the creationist. And his answer, where did I come from? I came from the heart and mind of the almighty and omnipotent and omniscient God, that I have been made a little lower than the angels. Who am I? I'm a child of a king, a prince of a royal realm. Why am I here? I am here to serve and glorify the Almighty and to enjoy Him forever. How should I live? I should live according to the commandments which He has given me in His Word, which are designed for my good and my advancement. Where am I going? I am going to paradise, which is beyond my comprehension. For I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart and mind of man what God has prepared for them that love him. Yes, for the Christian, for the creationist, it is a noble origin and a noble destiny. And in between, our lives are crammed full of meaning, value, significance, and purpose. But the other set of answers are those given by the adherents to evolution, those who trust in that system which is taught in every public school in this country or practically the world today, a set of answers which are being learned by most all of our students in school from kindergarten through graduate school, is man a noble creature with a noble origin and a noble destiny? Well, here is what they say. A mere insect, an ant, a fungus on the surface of a modern planet. Did you, did you get that? 
all of you fungi out there? A rope stretched over an abyss, said Nietzsche. Small potatoes and few. A jest, a dream, a show, a bubble, air. A hairless ape. This is what man is, next to nothing at all. And yet, this is what our students are being indoctrinated with from kindergarten all the way through graduate school. And it's no wonder that our students today are filled with so many problems and doubts. It's no wonder that self-worth has gone right down the tubes and that millions of students are running around trying to discover some sort of self-image that's worth having. Because if you believe that you're nothing but an accidental happening in the slime, it doesn't create much self-worth at all. And you wonder why people can do the kinds of things that they do to other people? It's because of what they have been taught and what they have come to believe. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Dr. Francis Schaeffer summed up their whole view of life when he said that the concept of man's dignity is gone. We are in the post-Christian world. Man is junk. If the embryo is in the way, ditch it. If the old person is in the way, ditch him. And if you get in the way, you got it right. Evolution can only create an environment of meaninglessness for life and worthlessness for man. This is what unbelief offers to man. I thank God that according to his word, what is man? Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Thou hast given him power and dominion over all things. Thou hast placed all things under his feet. What is man? He is a prince or princess in a royal realm. His origin comes from the heart and mind of God, and his destiny is in paradise forever and ever. And it is not even entered into the mind and heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him. This is the glorious origin and destiny of all that trust in Christ. If you, dear friend, are one of those that is still sitting in that shadow and that valley of darkness, one who has no hope, has no meaning or significance, sees no value to life, if you have no expectations beyond the grave, if your final companion is not to be the Christ of God, but rather the conqueror worm in the grave, then I would urge you to lift up your eyes unto the cross. If you would find meaning and value, if you would find your origin and destiny, this is the one 
All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. This is the one who has gone to prepare a place for us in paradise. This is the one who is the creator of the galaxies. This is God, the Son, who came and died, and by his death, he gives such value and such meaning and such purpose and transcendent worth to human beings as could not even be conceived in any other way. If you would know of your origin, if you would know of your destiny, then open your heart and invite him to come in. Hi, I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. My father, Dr. D. James Kennedy, often called the theory of evolution the root of the problem. As you've just heard from him, the difference between the Christian worldview and Darwinian evolution is the difference between life and death, purpose and meaninglessness. The idea that all species of life evolved from a single-celled organism simply as a result of the combination of matter plus time plus chance is taught as fact. Generations of schoolchildren have been indoctrinated to believe that they are accidental branches on the evolutionary tree, no more inherently valuable than a housefly. As one children's book title puts it, a pig is a dog is a kid. But is that really true? Discover the actual facts in our Truth in Action Q&A booklet, Is Evolution True? We'll send you a three-pack of this incisive booklet as our thanks for your generous donation to help this ministry continue standing for truth and defending your freedom. Discover how the theory of evolution rests more on philosophy than evidence. This three-pack will allow you to share this key booklet with your children, your grandchildren, and your friends. And if you are able to give a generous gift of $50 or more, we'll send you the three-pack of the Is Evolution True booklet plus the outstanding book, Zombie Science, More Icons of Evolution, by Jonathan Wells. Dr. Wells is a biologist and critic of evolution who has shown that many of the images and examples used to quote-unquote prove evolution over the years have been complete frauds. In one example, peppered moths on tree trunks used in textbook photographs to supposedly show natural selection were faked. The moths were dead and were literally glued to the trees by scientists. And yet, even after being proved false, these icons of evolution keep being brought back to life. Jonathan Wells shows in this book that empirical science is devolving into zombie science, continuing with the same dead, debunked illustrations. If you have children or grandchildren in public school or college, you will want to pass this along to them as well, since evolutionary theory is being drummed into their heads. That's the three-pack of the Truth in Action Q&A booklet, Is Evolution True?, as our thanks for your generous donation. And the booklets plus the eye-opening book, Zombie Science, More Icons of Evolution by Dr. Jonathan Wells of the Discovery Institute as thanks for your donation of $50 or more. This is a donor-supported ministry. And without your help, the biblically grounded perspective we offer on everything from evolution to critical race theory simply won't get out there. So please, consider giving a generous donation today.
Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 877-962-7677 or go online to djkm.org. The evolutionary worldview tells us that we are accidental products of matter plus time plus chance. Though leftism precedes Darwin's evolutionary theory, the two went hand-in-hand together at the advent of Darwinism. Darwinian evolution and its offshoots tell us, as the atheist Carl Sagan said, the cosmos is all there is or was or ever will be. The religious sounding language there is not accidental. He is saying there is nothing beyond the material reality of the universe. No intelligence or law or mind imposing meaning or order on it. So meaning then is whatever we make of it. There are no givens in this worldview, no fixed absolutes. Everything is in flux. This has always been the great conceit of leftism, that human nature is not fixed and is endlessly malleable. We see the results of this utopian fallacy playing out in our culture. Having rejected God's design, some have decided that they can reinvent his categories of creation, like male and female, since all of this supposedly arose accidentally out of the primordial slime. They think they can simply remold the slime in any way they please. Adherents to this philosophy believed they could remake human nature and rewrite the laws of economics, leading to more than 100 million deaths in the 20th century alone under totalitarianism, communism. And now, There's even the far-left academics who claim that logic and mathematics are simply Western white social constructs to be discarded at will. One recent math workbook tells teachers that too much focus on getting the right answer is an example of white supremacy culture. This, my friends, is insanity, and we don't have to guess at how it occurred because the Bible tells us, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. This exchange of the glory of the immortal God for created things has come in a scientific, academic disguise. But we don't need to take this leap into the void. The rigorous work of many scientists and philosophers has shown that random development of all life is mathematically impossible, that many of the examples Darwinists have used to make their case are frauds, and that all of creation screams out that it has been designed for a purpose. So take heart, Christians, and become educated on these matters, and educate your children too. For the heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. God has created, God has spoken, and God reigns over his creation. 
and none of the feverish efforts of the radical leftists can undo that. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Pastor Rob Pacienza. Thank you for being with us. And here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. For many years, they argued that uh, 98% of our DNA was junk and that this provided evidence for evolution. And yet, in the last 15 years, we've discovered that this so-called junk DNA actually serves some very important functions. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.